3: hola possums welcome to offensive points today we got a mock rookie super flex draft for you and i'm not going to waste too much time here but guys is the running back position dead tell me about it I, i
2: don't i i don't think it's dead but it's clear that people do not value running backs the way they used to just even two years ago i mean it's very much switched and somebody asked me recently i think it was during that bachelor party we were on joe someone was like who's the first draft pick of the thing? And I was just like, Justin Jefferson. And they're like, well, what about CMC? And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about CMC. Still Justin Jefferson. Uh, I mean, CMC might be the one, the one person who would take that from him. But I feel like it's at this point in the, the way fantasy is and just football is you're way safer getting a Justin Jefferson.
3: Yeah. I I I just feel like we're, you know, like set the scene. We're in a 1980s small town in the Midwest and, Everything like a tornado just ripped through town. Sorry, Mississippi. I'm not talking about that. Also,
2: sorry, Friday. But, okay. Yeah, here we go. But but here, the, the
3: town's all the town's all down and stuff. And you got that one like high school ball player that's gonna make it in the big leagues, and you all have hope for him. And that's Bijan, right? We're just like, please just land in a Bell Cow role and be the guy. But I mean, I'm looking at like five landing spots where he could just step in and be the guy. Obviously, he would be the one A wherever he goes. I just don't trust any of these teams anymore to commit to one guy. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's
2: very frustrating. The most, most recent example of that I think would be Najee or, I mean, Brees Hall, but you know, Brees Hall got injured, but like Najee and Brees Hall both really had that bell cow backfield. I mean, both of them were the number one guy, their rookie year. And uh, obviously Najee dealt with some injuries and Brees ended up getting injured at the end of the year. But, I mean, I think Bijan's in that category. I think that more than likely, where he goes. I mean, obviously, we don't know. The NFL drafts what a month less than a month away, and so we're gonna we're gonna see what happens basically. And
3: hopefully, he doesn't go to a team which already has an elite running back. And you know that. I mean, we saw Jalen Warren sprinkled in more this year for Najee, and we saw you know they didn't give Brees the reins right away, so I can't really make a judge off of this, but. You know, we saw a lot of Michael Carter. We saw, you know, even Zonovan Knight got in a little bit early before they handed it to Brees. And even the games where he was putting up monster numbers, he was getting like 14 touches a game. I don't think we ever really saw like a true cow role for Brees, and that could have just been the way the offense went. But I don't know, guys. I'm scared about running back. I don't like it at all. Here's the thing, and I just feel like we still just –
4: it just needs to be said – we have not had a running back like this in a while. Like, I think that we've just gotten un- far enough away from having a running back that is going to come in immediately and be a Saquon Barkley, a CMC, that, like, well, now we just don't even, like, we the whole position is dead because we've gotten, a- like, a bad batch of running backs coming up here. And I- here's the biggest fear, and-, and I don't think we're all ready for this, next year, now I get it, we're, we're projecting, this is a lot of projection, but there's like two to three backs in the next draft that could be first round running backs. Like we're talking on this level. And that is a scary thing to say because we haven't like, we've been a couple years without these guys. I don't know if it was a COVID thing because that seems to have really affected a lot of people like in the whole grading process, but whatever it is, we, we haven't had a guy like this in a while. So I think, I think we just got to warm back up to the idea that there are running backs out there that can carry the workload and wherever Bijan goes he should be the focus. You're drafting him with the sole purpose of him being your bell cow running back, a Derrick Henry type of guy, Saquon Barkley, where the offense runs through that one player. And that is how he should be drafted unless it's the goddamn Falcons who then just refuses to use the players that they draft in the first 10 picks of the NFL draft. And if they do it again, the sons of bitches need to be fired. Arthur Smith, I'm looking
3: dead in your face, bud. Lot really, of I love the fire here, man. Yeah, a lot of it's notes Andrew here, though.
2: Are you but yeah. before we get into Atlanta? Are you just? I just. I, we're getting a little too far away from my favorite part of this. Is I feel like I know you're the college guy, and you're gonna you're gonna always be like. But I feel like every single year, your next year's the year for the running backs. Next year's the years for the wide receivers, and the next year's the quarterbacks. You're always the next year guy. Next year, I mean,
4: I'm not. I I didn't be any of the running backs last year. I was not caping up for any of them this year. I've only caped up for one, and he is going to be a first round pick. But there is some more coming down the pipeline. But these motherfuckers in Atlanta, I swear to God, two years ago, they take Kyle Pitts, who we all know is a receiving tight end. And what does Arthur Smith do? Greatest tight end end ever. You know what? We don't need to use him like that. I don't care about your fantasy team. Well, guess what? You're team sucks too and your garbage ass division that you
3: can't win and you then you know michael, john who's about to fucking get like 100 know. receptions
4: I, this year. I already know michael mecole pruitt was last year this year to be john New. and this other this they take drake london who was the favorite wide receiver last year we're like okay he can come in and be like a cooper cup he's a big slot guy They waste him. They use fucking Marcus Mariota, who threw the most off-target passes to any receiver. He had both Kyle Pitts and Drake London's ass on the top ten list of most off-target throws in the NFL last season. Arthur Smith, be better, bud, or you're out of there.
3: Speaking of the Falcons, though, uh, Taylor Heineke is a major buy low for me right now because you know Ritter is not starting. I don't care. You might start two, three games, but Heineke coming right back in. I there. hate that they told Heineke that that Ritter is the guy
4: they're for sure going with going forward. Or yeah, to start out the I season. Don't,
3: I don't get that. It's not like you have a
2: like a, even a veteran or anything. It's not like he's played well. It's not like he like if it was Sam Howell going into it and like Sam Howell had that those two good games at the end of the season. You're like, no, no, Sam Howell's our guy. He we're gonna give him a little shot. He deserves it. He can keep the momentum going, hopefully from last year what did Ritter end on like fucking 112 yards in a game? Like, I I just don't understand what Ritter was never going to be the
4: answer. He was never going to be the answer. I I, this when he was coming out, Ritter, I was like, he's not special at anything. He's just good
3: at a couple of things. Like that's all. And showed it last year. I got, I got a super flex league. I have Lawrence and burrow. I'm set at quarterback. I just made a trade. Super cheap. Fourth round pick. Got Heineke on there. I'm sure he's going to start at some point this year. I hate that for the majority. And
4: they're going to tank this year and I hope they get lovey smithed. I hope that oh, they're they going for the number 1 pick and then they get some team comes in out of nowhere beats them or they win or something and they end up with the number 2 pick and can't get Caleb Williams next year. I hope it happens to him. So, so let's rats circle this back to the it.
3: start. We got off rails real quick. Bijan, you are our small town Small-town point guard that's going to make it in the NBA. The whole city is behind you. Let's go. We need some running backs in the league. He's, he's going like, to Atlanta,
4: has... and it's going to piss me off. Like yeah, I already probably. know it. But
3: he's it would not be a going good landing the for pick. Calm down, guys.
4: He might. He's He'll not. hate him. He might hate him.
3: All right, so how you guys doing, man? I didn't even say what's up. I dude, fucking apparently hostile as shit today,
2: which is great, because <laughs> we're going to have to draft funny. him. All right, well, let's get past points, this. this is, I thought we were talking about rookies today. I didn't know we were talking about Atlanta. Are we going to have a whole Atlanta Well, podcast? we are talking
4: about Atlanta. It's where rookies go to die. That is what Atlanta is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they so draft okay, running
4: so, backs, and Cordell Patterson the number one running back there. He's 35 years old.
2: <laughs> so timeout. So it's safe to say anyone who we have drafted here, say we say, uh, you know, Bijan's the second pick of overall. Uh, whoever gets drafted by Atlanta automatically goes down two picks in the uh, dynasty Draft yeah, right. i will not
3: draft it yeah. i refuse okay. i'm not doing well, it. also I, every pick that we aside, make here tonight we need to explain how it affects atlanta mm-hmm. yeah 100% don't worry I've got, to, I've got i've got it all
4: up. the way back <laughs> every right. single pick i'm going to talk about how this is going to negatively affect atlanta in some way all I'm right
2: let's calm down i'm going to happen to be the mediator for once uh so Jesus, we're going to go ahead and start what
4: happened? i don't know i
2: don't know billy's hot and i it's usually me. i anyway. hate the
4: falcoholics there I say. all right calm
2: down <laughs> Dynasty rookie rankings or rank, rookie draft right here. Unfortunately, we are talking about this. There's no good site to like have a good rookie draft, especially because defensive players are not in sleeper yet. Um, So we are just going to do it free ball. So you have to listen. Um, This kind of works out for those people on the podcast. who can't see what we're talking about. And we just like, don't explain it anyways. So. We're going
3: Washington commando up in this bitch. Fuck. Yeah, we are. Damn. All right. Now
2: the number one pick of a super flex
3: rookie draft will be Joe. Joe, Joe, jo, who's being picked? It's me, yeah. Who's going to i just like to thank uh my parents and everyone <laughs> that believed in me. Jesus. Oh sure. shit, dude. Uh I don't know. I'm going Bryce Young. I-
2: I'm doing it. Ugh. Woo! You, you, Billy said um, we cannot complain, or we can
3: complain, we just cannot change. We you it can't complain, you just back. can't change it. I'm going Bryce Young, man. He's a gamer. He's you put him on the field, he's gonna score points. He's going right into a starting situation, which we assume he's gonna hold for the next three to four years in a Superflex that is what i'm looking for is a quarterback that can come in and make plays right away and i love it i think the number one thing is is you got he's going to Houston in my opinion i don't
2: know if what your guys opinion is and i kind of like Houston more than carolina carolina set up for a i want to say win now mode in quotations because that's their pl- like they signed a bunch of veterans and got a an offense there but Houston has a chance to build a something special here um, and so Bryce Young, in my opinion, is going to Houston. And I personally think C.J. Stroud's the number one pick, but we'll we'll no change, no change backs.
3: No, I like C.J. Stroud. I just think, you know, I would honestly, if I mean, if depending on landing spots, Anthony Richardson could be the pick here. He's a fantasy just monster waiting to happen. I just think Bryce Young is going to have the best position going into the league.
2: I just think CJ yeah. Stroud's gonna outshow and be the best uh, Ohio State quarterback of all time
4: in I think, the NFL. I think long term, CJ Stroud's probably the answer. The flash in the pan, the Tyler Murrays that Joe hates so much—that's a Bryce Young. So
3: yeah, not Makes a fan that. He'd take him. He drafted Kyler Murray too, so I see I'm going quarterback went. number one though. That's um, fine. I, I told you running backs are dead, man. I told you running backs are dead. Plus, well, this is also wow. a super flex draft, so
4: it's not shocking. Um, yeah. Billy, true. what do you want to do for pick two? Obvious, Bijan. Oh, really? Contingent okay. that he goes to any of the other 31 NFL franchises than the one that we previously stated. No contingencies here. <clears throat> no, I don't there's, even there's, care if he goes where Derrick Henry is. Don't care. I, I actually had Bijan at three uh,
2: just because I'm not personally in any Superflex leagues anymore. Um, I wouldn't mind being in one, so holler to boy if you got an opening. Uh, but I came into one with some really bad quarterbacks, and it was a rough time. Um, Yeah, so... I had Bijan at three because I think CJ Stroud, Bryce Young won two. Um, so that makes Bryce Young or CJ Stroud our number three as well. So we go Bryce Young, Bijan, CJ Stroud to start off with. And I think that's pretty obvious if uh, in whatever order you guys, you know, other people think. So.
4: I think in every Super Flex League, this will be the top three picks. I would be very shocked. If, well, yeah, I mean, there might be an Anthony Richardson believer out there that might think differently, but like most leagues, 98% probably,
2: this would be the what top he- three. What he did at the combine was impressive, but um I mean there's still
3: some there's still some raw nature to Anthony Richardson. So if he does go maybe, to area Raw, if he does go to Indy, they don't have anybody. He's starting right away.
4: I don't know. Yeah, I
3: know. Nah, I'm, Minshew's I'm, not not it. Minshew worries me a bit. Not because done.
4: I don't think they'll start him, but if Anthony Richardson goes number four, it's gonna be hard pressed for the fans to want to watch Gardner Minshew play and not. Just see what Anthony Richardson I guess, did right away. I guess
2: they're too far from Florida because uh, Gardner Minshew, you know, has the alligator power or something, some sort of swamp power. I was hoping he'd go to like Tampa and really just harness that swamp power again. But personally, I think Gardner Minshew's is uh, the better quarterback to start off with the season and <clears throat> probably will be for the majority of the season. I'd like to see some of these quarterbacks sit forward. behind people. I, I like to see the I, I talk about this all the time. We have the Jalen Hurts, we have the Mahomes situation, we have all these other quarterbacks who get thrown right in. No offense, Joe. Justin Fields has not looked great his first couple seasons. This He's last phenomenal. He, had, he
3: doesn't look great. He looks phenomenal. Josh. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Yeah, he had a couple good games. You're right. Some good, two good games. But anyway,
4: we'll get into it. Jalen, Jalen Hurts like was second round last year. Well, but he was also a second-round pick. Like, of course, he needed more time to develop than the fourth pick in the draft. Like, that, okay. that would be... Um, mean- I don't have a list here, but I could find a bunch of first-round quarterbacks
2: who have been complete busts, and I, I'm sure that Anthony Richardson would fit that criteria. Well, okay, I just don't know what Later. that proves.
3: All right, let's move this along. We got two picks. Let's go. Billy, who you want? Or Josh, okay. who you want?
2: Uh, it's you. All right, we got C.J.
3: Stroud. You're up number four. Yep. C.J. Stroud. Um... Goddamn. damn! Uh, all right, I'm gonna do it. Anthony Richardson is number four. That's the right. I pick. can't. I can't let him slide. I want to go somewhere else. But yeah, he's too much of a even,
4: monster. The thing is, is, even if you don't necessarily get much production this year, because say Gardner Minshew does play most of the season, you're getting the future. Like, and you're gonna see what they can mold and make him into. And although I think Indy might take a white run or white quarterback, um, not that they don't want Anthony Richardson there, but I just could see them taking Will Levis. Don't know what that means about them, but that is what it is. Um, But I don't, don't know if Anthony Richardson goes to a place where it's like Oakland. Woof. That is worst case scenario. So I hope that he lands somewhere that they plan to actually use and develop him. Cause if not, he could be on that long list of busts that Josh wants to read off. I'll find it later. Don't worry. Number five is up to Billy. What would you like? Okay. So I think, I think I'm just going to go chalk and go with Jameer Gibbs here. I don't know if I love that, but I, he's really won me over. I was not a Jameer Gibbs fan. Joe can attest to this. I complained about him a whole lot this entire season of college football, but I think, I can see the pathway to him being Austin Eckler. And I think that is what I'm, my brain has convinced me is best case scenario. And so for that reason, I'll go Jameer Gibbs in hopes that that's what he becomes one day. My biggest fear about Gibbs is that he was on
2: Alabama and that he's was good because of Alabama. That's my biggest fear of him right now. Yeah, I, do, I do, he, he Ryan him did pitching.
3: not look dynamic when he was on Alabama, he looked good. I mean, he got yards, but he did. Shamir Gribbs just looks dynamic as hell. I might count for him is Jamal Charles, which I will take to the grave with me.
2: I, I, I like him as well. It's actually why I have five. Um, and then my six is Jackson Smith and however you pronounce it. Cannot pronounce it. JSN. I, why I was good. JSN should have yeah. done that. Um, I think he's the first wide receiver off the board in NFL drafts. And I think he's the first wide receiver off the board in rookie drafts, even with the injured year last year. Um, I think he's just too prolific. I'm really glad that he didn't end up in the same draft as Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, that's tough. Yes. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. Whoo, that guy. These other, that one these next Crazy. like three or four to me, like just don't scream like oh yes. I I am more of you know who does
4: scream great.
3: oh yes. Who's that? That's oh, my figure, right?
4: Yeah, it is your oh. fig. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I'm gonna yeah.
3: go with Mr. Uh, TCU, Mr. Kendra Miller. At seven, because he you is my and, third you back. and this Kendra oh, Miller, man. This is my third back in this class. He's his legs are tiny, he runs upright, but got he, he missed he refused to miss tackle on one third of his rushes in college. I mean, every time he's on the field, look at what he did for that offense. He made him very, except for you know, obviously in the championship game. But the dude looks amazing. He's a <laughs> home run hitter ball. every time he hits the ball. He didn't have a whole lot of pass usage, but he, I mean, he averaged eight yards of catch on there so i think an nfl team is gonna slot him right in there if there is another guy in here that has a chance to be a true bell cow i think kendra miller could be the guy um interesting i, I just i don't know where you have him billy but he's a little bit down my
2: board um and also we were talking about how running that he flipped a page so that's not good um but, no
4: i'm writing him down on a different page from my list i'm writing down i, him a, I had him in the second ball. round though but,
2: re- but regardless um we for for a place or a, a NFL that's dead on running backs. Why do we have three running backs going within the seven picks without a?
4: I, I don't know. I mean, because we been... live
3: in a small town in the Midwest that just got wrecked <laughs> by a tornado, and we have sorry, sorry. Yeah. we've talked about this. So my bad. Jeez. Um, the reason
4: I do like Kendra Miller, Joe, and I do kind of agree that there is there is you know smoke to this potential fire is that as soon as Zach Evans got off that team, Kendry Miller, did he miss a beat? No, he excelled in the same offense. The offense where Zach Evans and him were sharing the touches, he was able to go in there, claim that number one spot, have an incredible year, lead that team. I mean, you could say Max Dugan led the team, but Kendry Miller was the biggest part, I think, of that offense. And I, I think you're right. I think that there is definitely a ceiling to where he is the bell cow back of this draft. And that's why I'm down on Zach Evans, but we'll get to that in
3: due time. I just want everyone to be aware of this guy. I mean, I'm looking everywhere. I've seen him go in the third round. I've seen him go in the second round. I'm taking him in the first because the dude looks like an absolute stud to me.
2: I could see late first, but I feel like we're reaching here in the middle of the round. But anyway, I, you're I reaching. This.
4: All right, but No worries. Uh, Billy, okay. your pick. Well, damn, I can't believe we're, you know, the position's dead, but here we go again. Um, I'm taking Zach Charbonnet with my next pick in this. Um, Loves it. In my opinion, this is the bell cow back. I think we're looking at another Josh Jacobs situation here. Don't like, he did do some receiving work in college, uh, but Chip Kelly did not choose to use him that way. Um, It was more just a bell cow back. Um, He did have a little couple injuries during the season, but overall, Zach Charbonnet was a fantastic running back. He was great at Michigan. He transferred to UCLA, was great there too. And for that reason, even though he was there five years, which scares some people, I think Zach Charbonnet is the guy. So I'm picking him. So we're just drafting um,
2: multiple Tyler Algiers in the first round now? Got it. Um, the next pick, which is should have been the pick probably Zach at Zach Charbonnet seven. better in Algiers. Okay. Okay. Um, we're gonna go with Quentin Johnson, who should have been picked a little bit long a while ago. Uh, not the best stats in the world, but I think consistent. I think he's gonna be um, that guy. That's he's not he's not Garrett Wilson. You're not getting Garrett Wilson here. I'm just letting you know it's not that like that this year. It does not seem at least. Um, there's some there's some hope in the later rounds for a cheap wide receiver, but I think you pay up for Quentin Johnson. I think this is he should get a pretty good uh, signing here. And yeah, probably second wide receiver off the board might might be Addison one of the two
4: yeah i mean my fear with Johnston and joe are probably knows this too is he is my fear is that he's mike williams which joe thinks isn't an nfl player but he is a productive wide receiver for the chargers even though joe doesn't think he belongs in the league
0: but i think
4: that's what i think that's what we're looking at with quentin johnston productive still yeah I love see some Quentin Johnson. Man, the size
3: alone in this class is something that you have to invest in. I mean, yeah. we've got, we're have got we looking at guys like um, Hutchinson and Bryce Ford Wheaton just to get some goddamn size in these upper rounds because <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Quentin Johnson, really, I mean, he has a chance to be the next big thing. He has a chance to be Mike Williams. He has a chance to be less than Mike Williams. He's always open. I don't know. I, I like him, but I, I'll let someone else draft him. Me too. Uh, Jordan Addison would be my pick here um, on this next one. He's instantly going to go on a team and at least be the 1B, I would have to imagine. I picked, I see a lot of Tyler Lockett in his game, and if he goes to a place where he can kind of absorb those underneath routes and occasionally get a long one, that's what I'm looking for there. So good value on him. Yeah. I, I've
4: liked Jordan Addison. Um, obviously, he made Kenny Pickett who he is. I mean, Kenny Pickett would not have been a first-round draft pick if it wasn't for Jordan Addison. So, Kenny Pickett should probably be signing a couple of royalty checks to Jordan Addison from his NFL contracts that he's to make in the future. But I digress. Jordan Addison, great wide receiver. I was a huge fan of him before the season. I wouldn't say he necessarily knocked my socks off this year with clearly the best quarterback in the in college football. But – At the same time, I think this was just like, hey, let's not ruin my career with an injury kind of year, even though he did suffer a wild injury. Um, But I don't mind him here. I probably won't take him, but I wouldn't mind trading for him if he drops past this. That is wild. I was actually
2: wondering about Addison with him being on you know, Caleb Williams, the GOAT of all time for college football. At least that's how everybody's talking about him. Um, Why did Addison do so bad or
4: not so great? Well, partially it was the injury. They suffered against Utah. It was a brutal ankle injury. And just seeing Lincoln Riley during that play, he didn't even look over in Jordan Addison's direction. He just kept figuring out, like, well, I don't know, what am I going to do here? Like, I was like, your star at wide receivers on the ground writhing in pain. Whatever. That's a Lincoln Riley thing. Um, but partially because there was a lot of mouths to feed. Like, that was the biggest issue. Like, yeah. he just spread around the ball too much. Instead of focusing on Addison, he was really the touchdown guy, which is not what he was with Kenny Pickett. He was mainly like the throw and run
3: guy.
1: Well, plus, there was no touchdowns. chemistry.
3: I mean, they just kind of went right into playing with each other with very little chemistry there. So. That is true. Yeah, that too.
2: That's okay. why Sometimes transfers work, sometimes they don't. And I think that was his goal, was for it to work. And obviously, it wasn't the most successful. He could have been easily the number one wide receiver off the board, so... So, Especially with Jason my pick?
4: Yep, your pick. Uh, whew, man, Well, we're going back to the wide receiver well because I can't let him drop any farther. That would be Zay Flowers from Boston College. Um, anytime you're watching Zay Flowers tape from Boston College, you're going to fucking pull your hair out because the quarterback there, Phil Jerkovic, is awful. Terrible, terrible quarterback. But somehow Zay Flowers persisted. And therefore, I mean, just seeing what he was able to do on the little – bits of tape that he was able to put out there just incredible i don't love that he was a senior but at the same time i don't mind it because i think that he's going to be able to get into an offense right away and at least fight for the number one role if not be a very very solid number two
2: I don't want to pick him, but I think this is where Will Levis and the Hendon Hooker conversation starts happening in a Superflex. Um, but I'm going to go with Taji <clears throat> Spears because he's my uh, Joe's Kendry Miller and Billy's Zach Charbonnet. I think he's going a few picks later at this moment. I don't think you're going to have to reach, but if you have the last pick of the first, say you won your league or you traded for the winner of the league's pick, that's the play get that running back that has the upside and you have the last pick of the draft and that could hit pretty well. Um, There's no, nothing really behind Bijan other than Jamar Gibbs and then some, some random names that might hit on the board. So no offense to your guys.
3: Yeah. You're right. I like Spears. I mean, what do you have? Like seven, what do you have? 20 touchdowns <laughs> last year? 1600
2: some yards. Spears? And
3: yeah. 19. Yeah. What I he think. did
4: against USC was basically like a war crime. Like, three hundred and forty six yards, four touchdowns, five touchdowns. It's always hard for me
2: to pick a running back from a small school or I shouldn't say small school, not one of the big schools. But at the same time, what he did was super impressive. And I think that uh, it continues in the future. Hopefully he goes. Once again, once these once you get these, these are all at this point, pretty much people that are running backs wise that are going to be drafted in the second round or later. So, they could go to any team. They could go to a good team, then go to a bad team. This this could, he could step right in on Kansas City and be the, the lead back over Pacheco. Like, you never know. It's what probably happen, too but...
4: old for Joe. I think he's like 23 or 24.
3: It's about yeah, time Joe's old. He's over. Silver Fox. Fucking cougar <laughs> over there. Silver Fox.
1: <laughs>
2: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients
0: hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky
2: croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls head to hero.co to shop
4: today
0: what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat
2: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Oh, oh boy. It, All right, well, that, it, that wraps up the first round. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five running backs in the first round. Uh, pretty great for a, a league that hates <clears throat> running backs. We're, uh, we're just that Mississippi town just holding yeah. on strong.
3: Yeah, I said Midwest. I stayed away from the Mississippi thing, but, you know. Sorry, I forgot we about the tornadoes already. Was that
2: Meridian? Something like that. Guys, we're not talking about places t- tornadoes have destroyed. We might
3: be that go place on Friday. Jeez, go for it, Joe. Yeah, the weather literally says, and possibly a tornado.
2: And possibly a tornado? <laughs> it's just that um, time of year. Joe, what do you got?
3: I'm really yeah. mad you didn't take Will Levis because, realistically, he should probably go here. Yeah. I'm going to take Jalen Hyatt just because... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nobody wants to draft Will Levis,
3: Right. It, I mean, I'm not the wide it receivers, either. the wide receivers in this round are so – or not even in this round, in this draft are so all over the place. I can see Jalen Hyatt all said and done being the best wide receiver in this class based off what he does. He reminds me a lot of Devonta Smith and kind of how he plays. So I would absolutely take a shot at him at 2-1.
4: Yeah, Joe, that's a really good call with Devontae Smith because that's kind of what you're looking at here. I mean, some people probably say he's a one-year wonder, but I wouldn't. I mean, he was just – Hooker couldn't help himself. Jalen Hyatt was out there destroying defenses. I mean, what he did against Alabama with a bunch of NFL players strung throughout that secondary, I mean, was incredible. So, no, yeah. I think – yeah, You heard like, in his
3: interview, man, oh. he said, you know, Cedric Tillman was the one and he kind of – just yeah, went was. Back seat to him and then – When Cedric Tillman Mm -hmm. got hurt, he actually had a chance Mm -hmm. to get on the field more and be featured more, and he took the role and went with it. And that's what you're looking for when these guys are rookies. Did they capitalize on their opportunities?
4: Dead on. Joe, I'm proud of you for listening to interviews from prospects. That just warms my heart. I have been doing my research. I am also not going to take Will Levis because I'm not putting that mistake on any team, even if it's a mock draft. Uh, I'm going Will Anderson. Um, nope, if your league yep. has decent IDP scoring, Will Anderson has every tool in the toolkit to be a Micah Parsons, to be one of these guys that's one of the best edge rushers in the league. Um, he's going to probably go to a team that's using him as a focus. I think Arizona makes a lot of sense if they don't trade out of it, but if he ends up in Seattle, I mean, come on now, Pete Carroll with that kind of an edge rusher, I, I wouldn't, mm. I, I hate to think of what that could end up looking like. So, it's going to be Will Anderson because I think he is going to end up in a spot where he is going to be featured, and he is going to rack up sacks, tackles, the whole shebang. Yeah, I, I don't
2: I, I, I don't disagree. It. I was going to say I have Will Anderson a couple of picks down just because usually mid-second round in, in Dynasty, that's about when the best defensive player gets off the board. People are pretty focused on offensive players. I think you can snipe Will Anderson early second round. And especially if you have that two, two pick, you got Bijan and Will Anderson. That's a great start to your draft. The Potentially yeah, two of the real. best players in the draft. So, that is really um, so this is really time for Will Levis. Uh, I'm also not going to do it because I don't trust in it. I would actually personally pick Hendon Hooker over Will Levis at this point, um, just because if you're getting a quarterback this late, you're probably not in need of them. You're probably just getting them because he slipped this far. Um, I'm actually doing neither of those. I'm actually going Josh Downs, uh, wide receiver from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Drake May came in, he obviously did relatively the exact same thing as he did the year before, which is great. I see the consistency across the board as a person who does not really watch college football, or at least not as much as uh, the Manziel over here. um, Seeing that kind of consistency across the board with uh, obviously Drake May is apparently a great talent. Um, So we're going to, we're going to see what Josh Downs has, but I think the best part about this is he goes to a good team that more than likely needs him. So, uh he's I think he's projected kind of late first. Um I think he's kind of slipped into the second here and there, but I feel like wide receiver is always that position that for one, a lot of people need. And number two, that always isn't projected to go, but just kind of there's a there's a, a weird wide receiver bite around the middle of the draft each each year. So Downs could find his way into one of those spots.
3: Yeah. Downs is really solid. My only thing with I just don't know where he fits on an NFL team. That's like my only concern about him but no he's put it he's very talented so
2: i think for a second round pick uh you could do worse for yeah Josh i mean Josh it's
3: there. all upside there and he has all the upside in the world um i'm going will levis here just so people don't laugh us off the planet i don't want to take him i hate will levis but, i just couldn't uh, do it personally i mean he's got an arm we've seen it it's you know i don't know i don't like it i don't love well your it. team's
1: got
4: anthony richardson and will levis now so to be honest team's kind of set and especially if you're super flex like if you punted on uh quarterback in the, the regular draft that you did landing anything Richardson will love us to start your quarterbacks with not a bad call or not say you had
2: say you had kirk cousins and tom brady tom brady's out of the league you're just starting to replace those guys i think it's smart uh got kirk cousins probably a
4: uh, Gardner Minshew type in your in your wings as your third so well Will Levis will start right away like wherever he mm-hmm. gets put I'm pretty sure he hid the plan for him is to go because I I've, I've seen a lot of he, mock
2: drafts of him slipping down the board to teams
4: that are not ready for him to start right away or you know which is at least wild have, like as, he, there's no way if he ends up with like seven or eight that they don't trade like Tampa Bay needs to be headed up like Tennessee needs to be headed up if that's what ends up transpiring. But I I agree. I think that people just were scared
2: to put trades in their mock drafts at that point more so than anything, because I don't think Will Levis makes it past 15. But they were I was seeing him in the 20s and stuff like I think Will Levis and Hennon Hooker have both been like rumored to be the Tennessee. We're not scared of trades on this
4: podcast. We just didn't make any because we got argued about them. We're well, mainly men. You don't make um, change, you so know.
2: The, the next pick at this point, because I, in my opinion, it's the last quarterback off the board in the first few rounds, it's Hendon Hooker. Uh. Well, you saw Will Levis
3: go. You're trying to get that you just, last you're guy. you just making my pick for me, or what are we doing?
2: Uh. Well, you
4: picked well, – oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Well, you can't take Henn and Hooker, but you can take whatever else you want. You can yeah, take Yeah, let me
4: – I'm going to keep going down my, my, my board. Uh. Dalton Kincaid mm-hmm. is going to be my pick. Real um, solid. I think you're – I think you're getting the best receiving tight end in this class. And even though we keep saying it about Kyle Pitts, if you're drafting Dalton Kincaid, you're drafting him as a potential receiving threat on your team. If you're the Giants, well, maybe not the Giants, but like a team that doesn't necessarily have a number one wide receiver, I think when they draft Kincaid, their plan is to get him involved in the offense right away. And that means catching passes because I refuse to believe there's two teams that are stupid enough to draft a receiving tight end and then refuse to use them. Just the
2: way sure. it is. Um, I personally think Michael Mayer is the first tight end off the board in both NFL draft and you know dynasty drafts. But I'm cool with the tight end there. I feel like this is about where the first tight end of the board goes, unless it is the elite talent of Kyle Pitts that has just been so phenomenal for fantasy uh, start. <laughs> what was he picked like fourth Falchalics. overall rookie draft? Don't get
4: um, don't get me started on Atlanta. Uh, I
2: have oh, I was talking. I wasn't talking about Atlanta. I was talking about all the dynasty owners who. We're like, oh, I gotta get myself some Kyle Pitts, he's gonna be great anyway. Hen and Hooker is officially off the board now because it's my pick, and that's where listen, I listen. Arthur Smith, there.
4: you did this, this what well, he just did that that's because of you, Arthur Smith. That's fair.
3: I know he listens to the pod, so yeah, he does. He's to. written in a couple times
4: actually.
2: <laughs> All right, pick 19, Joe. What do you got? I, unless you guys disagree with Hen and Hooker, but I feel like we're well, I
3: like it. the hooker,
4: Josh. Thing. Do you want to make this pick because it's not I, yours, I, but I, I can't.
3: We'll just turn it over to Josh. He'll just take the rest of this draft. I'm here. sorry, you were taking quite a long time. Oh, that's okay. funny. Um, shit, I don't know.
2: Uh-oh. He he only had nine picks on his list, and they're all no.
3: Fine now. I I just I, <laughs> I don't. Josh, make, maybe you should make his pick. <laughs> I will not have this guy on my team. But it's Uh-oh. have we taken Devin Achain yet? Nope. Okay, know that is. so that ain't him, and he's. He's real fast. He ran like a four three. Uh, I just fast. didn't know how to pronounce yeah. his name. Never mind. Yeah, man, he's he's real solid. I I don't know. I I mean, I'm thinking like Chris Thompson type of guy for him, or I I don't know. He's going to be a PPR guy wherever he goes. I don't think you're going to see him take the ball of the carries. I don't think he is unable to do that. I just don't think any team's going to trust that. So for a PPR guy, I like him this late. I he's going way earlier than we have him here currently. So at his current price like RB4, I will not be taking him, but if I can get him at this point in the second round then yes. It's a good call. I don't I don't dislike it. Uh, Billy, you're up, so I I
4: don't pick your guy. All right. I'm going to go Sean Tucker from Syracuse as my Next pick. Um, I think this I think he has the potential to be a, a workhorse running back. It just really just gonna depend on landing spot for him. I think we're looking at a third round guy, so it's you know kind of luck of the draw whether they he ends up on a spot where he's gonna get used or he ends up in a spot where he's gonna have to share the backfield. He's very talented. It's a good pick here. Something about him if, if the Eagles don't go running back in the first round, something about Sean Tucker. Screams Eagles to me. I don't know why. I, I don't even know who this guy is, but you're absolutely right. It just screams. Watch eagles. his tape, man. He he screams He's, eagles to me. He's real oh, solid. We'll see what he happens. Um I don't wanna go with another
2: wide receiver but or running back, but I do, and it's Mr. Tank Clayton Bigsby from Auburn. Uh, Once again, consistency is what I look for when I draft draft rookies. Once again, not a big college guy, so I he could be freaking terrible, but getting a thousand yards in two seasons back to back with ten touchdowns to pair with him uh, for a late second rounder, I think you're getting that potential Antonio Gibson late in the second round, and you know, obviously, hopefully not the you know he gets replaced after a year kind of uh, Antonio Gibson, but the rookie and sophomore season of Antonio Gibson. Some tank, if you're listening to this to man,
3: football. I am my jersey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got scammed <laughs> out of a Tank Bigsby jersey. So I'll never
4: forget that. That's rough, dog. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Man,
3: Tank's like the wild card of this draft, though. Because I mean, he would is. you be shocked if he goes out and just is a complete animal? And would you be shocked nope. if he went somewhere and didn't do a damn thing? I... Part of it, Joe, is because of the name. I could just see Chris Collins Now here's a guy. (laughs) Mr.
4: Tank tank, this this Tank Bigsby. He's from Auburn. I can just see it. I I just it feels like it's gonna happen.
3: Based on name value alone, that bumps him up a couple spots. Exactly. And maybe that's
2: why why he's where he's at in my rankings, but I just I love the guy. He's gotta be drafted.
3: I mean, plus you you want a good offense,
4: you gotta have a tank. The Clayton Bigsby memes are gonna be flowing if Tank Bigsby (laughs) ends up being anything. So that'll be
3: That'll be a special moment. If you got okay. touchdowns in your heart, let it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. alright I'm going to go Michael Mayer at this point. I'm just going to take yeah. him. He's he's going to slot right in. I mean, I kind of get the Trey McBride vibes. You're going to have to keep him on your bench for a while, but you're getting a studly well, tight end.
2: To be fair, Trey <clears> McBride, <throat> McBride would have been great. Well, actually, that's not true because Ertz was injured and they still never used him. So I, I don't know yeah. how to play with that. That's the Cliff but, Kingsbury experience for you. But Michael Michael Mayer, once again, consistency, 800 yards in the, the last two seasons, seven and to nine touchdowns. That's honestly some of the best stats we see from tight ends in college. So college usually doesn't have much of a good tight end. Uh, they don't use their tight ends well, I should say. Uh, but Notre Dame is a pretty good team this year. Am I correct?
4: Yeah. yeah they're All pretty right. good. I mean, they weren't like, you know, Alabama or anything, but. He wasn't as good as. Brock Bowers, but he was right under that.
3: Well, Brock Bowers is literally insane. So, yeah, I cannot
4: wait. J- Josh, just prepare yourself next year because the Kyle Pitts situation is going to be right back into effect next season. And I will um, literally this. use Kyle Pitts as a,
2: re- with a this, reminder. With this Brock Bowers,
3: I can't wait. It's going to be I, so funny. <laughs> you can't talk bad about Brock Bowers, dude. I i'm not right going now, to but if
2: he gets drafted fourth overall and people are drafting him in dynasty leagues and as the fourth pick oh man
4: he does look sexy. he might he might Whew. um i know he even he even rushes he's ran 80 yard touchdowns a tight end has
3: ran 80. why does he touchdowns? look
2: like christian mccaffrey by the way i,
3: don't know. I think it actually is it's it's Jesse christian mccaffrey <laughs> <he's good, bro. laughs> he just went to he's georgia born. on his weekend
4: Yeah, he uses like the Hulk serum and he like grows a couple inches and he goes and plays football there. Okay, um, well, we haven't done an IDP in a while, so I'm just going to go right back to that well and take Tyree Wilson. Um, I think wherever, you know, Will Anderson doesn't end up, Tyree Wilson will end up, and then that team is going to be using Tyree Wilson in a very favorable situation to get you a lot
3: of points, and I think that, you know, he belongs up here. I'm so excited to see Tyree Wilson wherever he ends up. I mean, he is—he is a monster. Do you want to talk about someone who is just flipping fast off the edge, it's Tyree Wilson? Oh yeah, super fast, man. So fast, so
2: fast. There, bud. Um, I don't, I don't know where we land on this guy, but I did watch some tape earlier, and I really appreciated it. And it's a, a. T Perry, uh, wide receiver out of Wake Forest. Looked really real flashy. Um, I don't know if this is a bad pick here, but, I mean, we're, we're rounding out the second round. You're kind of, especially unless you uh, watch every college football game ever, you're probably throwing some darts out there. And I assume that, once again, this is second-plus round where he's getting drafted, maybe even the
4: third. He's, he's gaining but, traction a lot. I mean, he's six four. He's a little leaner than you probably want him to be. I think you'd want him to gain a couple pounds so that that, you know, is less of a... A skin, you know, bean pole, but uh, he's gaining a lot of steam. He played with a great quarterback last year as well, Sam Hartman, and like they were just unstoppable. I mean, I would say that I wish his, I wish you would have more receptions. It was a lot of like four for one twenty games, which isn't a problem in fantasy, but I think you would want to see him used a little bit more as far as targets go. But I, I could see him being like really the one of the surprises of this draft.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, Josh, at this point in the draft, the, just getting a wide receiver with the least bit of size is good uh, work wonders for you because there's I, not much of it.
2: I just feel like he can run that deep ball. He can ru- he can catch those over-the-shoulder passes. I mean, what, just watching some tape from him earlier today was just like, I, why have I not heard this guy's name yet? Like, yep. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I was not prepared for this, this draft, but here I am. Yep. Spouting facts. A.T. Perry, it. my new guy.
3: You are not wrong, man. Oh uh, shit. All right. I'm just gonna do Darnell Washington because he's an absolute monster. I'm gonna keep loading up on Godzilla. Right summer here. calling him. Yeah. You if any of these tight ends are gonna get on the field <laughs> early, I think this is the guy. Uh, just based on his size. Yeah, I honestly, feel
4: bad for whoever has to line up against this behemoth, um, because they are not prepared for what they're going to have to go
3: up against. Yeah, this is like an athletic Jelani Woods. I mean, this is no joke here. Bigger.
2: Yeah. I also just feel like, just from a a fantasy perspective, drafting tight ends from the third to fifth round, it's all wild cards. You don't know where they're going to land. You don't know what they're... I mean, I guess at that point, you probably do know where they landed. But you're grabbing someone like, like... uh, Kate Otten and, um, Greg Dolchich were no, no names. And you know, who drafted them? People who just threw darts at random tight ends because tight end is such a shit show. in in general, and to have someone who can put up eight points as, as at the tight end position as a rookie is just so great. Especially if you are that, that unfortunate soul who had Gronkowski or just haven't had a good tight end in a long time and tried, to trade but don't want to give up your whole roster i think just getting tight ends is always a good move and the, around this time so
3: yeah this time especially because i mean you could are you going to draft the next wide receiver four for the rams or are you going to take a shot on someone that could be a starting tight end for you is is kind of where we're at here well
4: okay so at the combine i don't know if y'all saw this video if not i'll send it to you after the podcast but he they did like the sled drill where they have to like block and the rest of the tight ends are kind of, like, struggling to move it. They're, like, trying to pick it up. Darnell Washington picks the whole goddamn thing up and just moves it forward. Like, the rest <laughs> of these guys are struggling. And this Godzilla of a human comes over to the sled and just picks the damn thing up and walks it away. Like, I <laughs> do not envy whoever's going to have to be lined up against him because it's basically another O-lineman each time you're on the line. He's like and he's the, taller uh... than most of the O-linemen. He's like the Since longest yard eight, guy where he's eight, like, I right. broke
3: your toy.
2: The only oh, thing I'd be worried about with Darnell Washington is if he turns into that blocking tight end because he does have that size. Which, he's going to be, the on, the means he'll be on the running. field. It yeah. means he'll be on the field at the very least. So he could get some dump-offs yeah. depending on what kind of roster he goes to. Like if he goes to a scramble uh, quarterback like that goes to the, the Eagles, for example, that would be great to have for a blocker and the little dump-offs. So.
4: The Eagles are for sure interested, believe me. There's there's no team that couldn't use him. There's some scouting okay.
2: tape on Darnell there.
4: <laughs> that is the facts. All right, my next pick is going to be Roshan Johnson from Texas. Um, it's a damn tragedy that Bijan Robinson was there at the same time as Roshan Johnson because we didn't get to really see the full Roshan experience. But I can tell you this, when Roshan was in there, when Bijan was getting his water on the sideline, the, the – uh stats did not really fall off he was just as competitive just as useful he was just as strong like it, it wasn't that big of a gap between him and it just sucks that he had to be there at the same time as Bijan because he didn't really get to show
3: what he uh, could do yeah a lot of NFL teams really like that he stayed in Texas though even uh, you know he's a team guy he's a team guy we like them Team guy Big and team. also Big
2: didn't get guy. didn't get beat the fuck up in college. So that's always helpful. Yep. So yep. I am actually excited about Roshan Johnson. I have a couple picks down. Uh, I think this is a time where uh, defense starts going off the board when you're in Dynasty. And Drew Sanders is my pick here. I think he's going to be the first linebacker off boards in Dynasty. I don't know what's going to happen in uh, the NFL draft. I still feel like Trenton Simpson has some weird stranglehold on the, the linebacker one and two positions, but... Uh, Drew Sanders looks like he's going to be the number one linebacker, and I think you're filling a nice, uh, nice spot right now with Drew Sanders in this pick. So,
3: yeah, Drew Sanders is an absolute stud, and he's 21. So if you're getting a guy that's gonna, he's going to compile stats pretty much <laughs> wherever he goes. On just that. Big I'm gonna, H-A. yeah, I am. I'm gonna follow you up there and go Jack Campbell though. He is 23. They're yeah. they're similar size, similar play, but uh, I'm just gonna grab the other promising linebacker right off the board. Love that.
4: Iowa's got some good people down there. Okay, um, I'm going to go back to the wide receiver pool. Um, i going with Kayshawn Booty. So, it's kind of weird because, honestly, Kayshawn Booty, for most people, was a first-round fantasy pick for the majority of the season. Ends up having a strange season at LSU. The combine was a total train wreck for him. Um, he was super slow, which isn't a huge detriment, but just combine that with the tape of him not necessarily being the wide receiver one at LSU um, just kind of frustrating. And the fact that he did, he did choose to go back to school, but there was some kind of bizarre scandal that is kind of hush hush, Um, that people don't really want to talk about. And I, I, there's a reason that he got kind of like kicked out into the draft. I don't know. I, I just, there's bad vibes from the Kayshawn booty camp. And I don't want to, I, I don't know. I, I, bad vibes but still not you know we're in the third round you're taking a flyer speaking of flyers i think this is the chance to potentially get your
2: uh we're back to running backs as it is uh Dwayne mcbride um from uab um small school good running back at least for the school put the team on his back and i think that he potentially could have a shot at being that guy in a in a new place but Problem is you don't know what you're going to get. You are probably he's probably sitting on your taxi squad for a little bit, but we are uh, mid mid third round at this point. So I think this is the chance where you're just like, I hey, go defense. I could go with another wide receiver. That's, you know, the fourth in, on the Rams. But I love that we used that. Um, but Dwayne McBride, next pick.
3: Yeah, Josh, you said that I'm an age guy, so I'm going to go Israel. Abigakonda, I can't ever say his name. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Didn't even try. I actually wanted
2: to pick him, but I was like, <laughs> I'm not botching this name.
3: I feel like he does everything really good. I don't see anything super great on his on his tape, but when you're that solid in that many categories, I think you at least find your way on the field. Might not be in a full time role, but he'll be useful.
4: Lots of touchdowns. That's always helpful. We we like pit running backs around here, so that is a guy that we like. Um, okay. I'm going back to IDP, and I'm going with Nolan Smith. Um, I think what he was doing at the Combine was magical. Uh, He got hurt during the season, so he didn't really get to complete his full-out season. But um, based on what he was able to do with Georgia last year, you know, he was part of one of the best defenses ever. This year, he was part of a defense that was pretty damn close. Not quite there, but pretty damn close. And what he was able to go out there and do at the Combine, near perfection of a workout – just shows me that he is ready, and I think teams like he vaulted up boards. I think in this last uh, last potential draft, so I, I I'm excited to see where he goes. And I think at this
3: level, you're able to get somebody that's going to be a contributor. I like it, man. All I know is when I draft with you, I got to start grabbing these guys earlier. I'm oh, telling you, dude, it's like three guys that have
4: Micah Parsons esque potential. Like yeah. you know they based on what they could go opportunity wise, these are three guys that are going to get feature. They're going to get work. So I'm excited that I'm going to get an opportunity to draft one of them because, you know, nobody's going to draft all of them. I don't think. True. Um, I
2: got a, uh, we're going back to the well with some offense here. Uh, we have three picks after this, by the way. So starting off Nathaniel Dell at 33. Um, I think that he has a chance out of Houston. Kind of a small school, but 1,400 yards and 17 touchdowns is something, is not something to smirk at. He could be the fourth quarterback or wide receiver on a team, or he could go to a team like Houston, who's still in need of two and three wide receivers. So, um, never know what's going to happen. But at this point, I I think it's worth the risk. Once we see where they go, obviously, this might go up or down. So,
3: absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go JL Skinner on this one.
1: Wow. Safety. Okay. Like,
3: like this too. Out of Boise State. I, I really think that watching him play, he could play a Jeremy Chin esque. He plays in the box a lot. He's always near the line of scrimmage. And in a safety position, those guys are the ones that put up points. You know, Kevin Bayard gets you picks. The free safeties do some stuff, but I like the guy that's getting the tackles, getting the picks, fumbles. And he's the guy in this draft class that I think is going to be in that role. I think you're right. He was was a guy at the Senior Bowl. I mean, he's tall as hell. Um, Wouldn't wouldn't
4: hurt maybe to put on a few pounds, um, but at the way that he plays, I definitely could see him being a guy. Okay, Um, last pick. I'm going to take my favorite player, even though I don't know. It's really going to depend on draft spot whether he gets drafted up this high, but that's Jonathan Mingo. Um, I still think he's a sleeper. Workout wasn't great. Meh. Who cares about workouts? Workouts are for nerds. Um, I just trust and think that Jonathan Mingo is going to be one of those guys that we look back and we're like, wow, I
3: can't believe he went that late. And I hope that he proves me right. That You guys had a great interview with him. And he does kind of look like A.J. Brown. So He plays like we'll him, see. talks
4: to him, everything. I love it. We'll
3: Got to give it.
2: him a chance at this point late in the third round. Um and I'm finishing up this third round uh, with Brian Branch. I saw another safety go off the board. And I'm not letting Brian Branch slip through me if that was my pick. So Brian Branch goes. I know that he's he's coveted. Um, JL Skinner has some some tangibles as well, but I just I, I see safety go and I was like, I just need Brian Branch at this
3: point. So gotta grab the DB's late. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. I, I honestly too. usually get safeties in the fourth and fifth round. That's usually my like tight ends and safeties are like my fourth and fifth round, just dart throws. And I try to get as many picks as I can because nobody really knows who to pick in the fourth and fifth round. If you're in like a couple casual leagues. So I, I just throw Ketri
3: a f- and brisker went in the fifth round or undrafted in most of the leagues. Petrie,
2: grant um, Cisco were, uh, I think I picked all of them off a waiver wire at one point and, or got them in the
3: fifth or sixth round. So but I always I, shoot myself yeah. in the because I was taking Brisker in like the third. And then I did another draft where I was like, I'm not taking him here. And he made it all the way until the end of the fifth. I'm like, oh, okay.
2: Most drafts I was in, Brisker okay. was in about the third, but we're also with a bunch of Bears fans too. So I think there's a little bit of hype. There. I was driving that one hard. <laughs> and you were also driving it yeah. too. You're in most of the
4: leagues. Actually, all the leagues. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps our third three round mock draft. Um, some notable names that are still available. If if you are wanting to continue on, uh, Marvin Mims from Oklahoma. He's been Good a one. very hot uh, wide receiver. Uh, Zach Evans, who I had mentioned earlier. I'm not high on him, but there's a lot of there's a certain contingent of the fantasy base that refuses to understand that why couldn't he be the number one running back any of the three years he was in college. I don't know. Guess we'll never know um, because he was never the number one at any point. Uh, Luke Musgrave was still available, kind of a dart throw tight end. Going to really depend on where he ends up. Um, there's two quarterbacks, Jake Hayner and Dorian Thompson Robinson, who are quarterbacks who aren't going to be drafted as starters, but probably drafted as a potential project, guys that you could see come in at some point. Um It'll probably take an injury to get there, but still names you need to know just in case. And then the defensive side, Lucas Van Ness is probably going to be a first-round pick. I don't personally love – I think this is the same disaster we had last year with the Jags, and and I think that Lucas Van Ness not being a starter is more than people are trying to make it out to be. And then Felix Nduke Uzama, who I'm a huge fan of from K-State, but he was big You know, He's probably
3: going to end up in the first round. But you probably get him undrafted, unfortunately, because that's just how IDP works. Yeah, I mean, we, there's going to be a couple names, you know, like Sam Laporta, I think is going to get a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, buzz generated Hutchinson, Bryce Ford Wheaton. I think you're going to mm-hmm. see those guys start creeping up just due to their size. And after Ford Wheaton ran at the uh, combine, I think he's Billy, you've been on him for a long time, but oh, I think I'm we could see him fan. really start to skyrocket up the boards. Joe's
4: guy, Muhammad Ibrahim, also might sneak up there. I feel like every taxi squad you have, Joe's gonna have Muhammad Ibrahim on. It will.
3: It, it will. Because he's been in the league or in college for like eight years now. So he has I mean,
4: been, it's been, I've been. It's been waiting a on him six years. Graphic. Um in the the craziest thing about him is like when you know Joe had the unfortunate text to me, hey, are you watching this kid? And then blows out his Achilles. The next year he came back, he – didn't look like he missed a beat it was insane so yeah. i don't know like is he a, a miracle running back who knows but he's I mean, got the he ligaments definitely... of ap man i was <laughs> saying all those injuries are not yeah. a
2: great start. i don't know if you mentioned miles murphy either but he he's yeah, probably he's, in the fourth, he's, fourth, he's literally... fourth round category um not once again landing spots are going to determine a lot of these and seeing uh different depth charts yeah, yeah. and whatnot so and then of course That's our true. guy trenton simpson linebacker I mean, you didn't mention mm-hmm. him I don't know why he's been the the clear-cut number one throughout the whole time. And clear-cut, I say as in that he hyped up number one linebacker. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to get him to go in the first round. I don't know if it's going to happen anymore. I believe we have a fireball bet on that. Well, it's crazy time. because
4: we had a literal three-round mock draft right here, and you still didn't take him. I thought about positions. it. I actually had there miles. Was literally 36 them. picks of players to pick, and that's a whole first round plus five picks. I you liked the guys pick. I liked, man. What do you want? I only got to I pick I mean, fair enough. Times. I'm just saying there was 36 picks here, and he still didn't get taken. That's I have so. my tools. <laughs> 12 times.
2: 12 times. So we'll put him at number 37, Trenton Simpson, honorable, honorable mention.
4: That's fair. All right. Um, Before we get out of here, can we talk about how awesome our MLS team is here in St. Louis? I know it's not football, it's more football, but still, how crazy oh, yeah, is that? About- this first, first year we've had an MLS team and they, they're like the number one team right now. They're like five and Oh, no other team is pulling the you know, golden. Knights, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, how and- crazy is that? I, I just like to
2: see St. Them. Louis succeed in things, and also nice to see the BattleHawks at four and two. So uh, appreciate mm-hmm. a little bit more wins there. But AJ McCarron's doing all right. He's he's not the best quarterback in in football, but he's he's some playing. games
4: he's really good, and then some games you leaves you scratching your head. So it is frustrating. And that's the McCarron experience, though. So I just yeah, like I, watching
3: I, the Vegas game, and they were like playing in some JV field, and they were like. Couple thousand Sad. people there, and then you go to St. Louis, and so they got the whole dome pack. St. Louis has Vegas best- should not
2: have had one. Yeah. yeah, St. Louis has the best attendance percentage so far. Not technically the most mm-hmm. attendance yet because uh DC's played more games than us, but we will have the highest attendance overall. I'm actually attending the 16th game against uh Josh Gordon and the Sea C- C Dragons or whatever the hell they are. So you're going, oh, wait, you're going on the 16th? I am too. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's I'll see you bad. there, man. Yeah, yeah we'll to- I had, had to see Josh game. Gordon play. Someone who's who's known for weed smoking <laughs> playing football in St. Louis just seemed
3: like a place I had to go. The Sea Dragons awesome. do have a dope jersey though. So if you see one, Joey, you I should come win. to the game on Sunday. On right, buy me a ticket. I'll be there.
2: Uh it was right. only oh, it was like thirty something like,
3: with all the fees and stuff. Yeah, but, it's not that much. They're pretty
4: good, pretty good bull prices.
3: I mean it's better days.
2: than going to an NFL game. You gotta pay a hundred at minimum, basically. So it's on a Sunday. Good yeah, yeah I can true. go. Let's go.
4: Let's do it, Joe. We'll have a, a family outing for the offensive points podcast. That'll be exciting.
2: Offensive points, family outing.
4: Okay. Uh, and then before we get out of here, because I we just need to talk about it. I know that it's probably been beaten to the ground, but this Lamar Jackson situation is truly getting weird. Um, I just love that it overtook the Aaron Rodgers situation. That's the only thing I'm happy about. I think we're all cons- like all of us are over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you mm-hmm. all have been out over Aaron Rodgers for quite some time. I'm, probably there myself because i'm tired of talking about it either was it calling just either shit or get off the pot like isn't that what it is 100%. so that's kind of the Aaron roger situation in a in a nutshell but this lamar jackson story is so weird like a i can't believe i, I think that a team's going to try to trade for him but they're going to trade for him after the draft if they have to give up two picks because why yeah. would you give up this year's pick you just wait and give 2024 and 2025's picks away you know
3: yeah I mean, I, I don't know what's up with the phantom agent that's out there. Yeah, and, I it's mean, his mom. The wasn't it? I thought it was his
4: mom. Was it? I thought, I thought it was, was his state- no. There was some suspicious guy that was out there trying to shell out some uh, gym equipment or something, and people were like, "Don't talk to this guy about him." And it was like, "Well, he's just selling gym equipment. He's not selling Lamar Jackson." So. I don't know. It's a weird situation. I really I, wish one of these teams that doesn't have a quarterback would just shell up the money for it, but or the picks for it. But
3: I mean, here we are still. I want him or Anthony Richardson on the Bucks. I, I just got to see yeah. what an athletic quarterback does with that roster. I right? know
4: that's what needs to happen. Or Washington. Washington needs to do something yeah. similar. Like
2: yeah, I just think Lamar Jackson should do a sweepstakes for being his agent. That's what he should have done. He should have just had a random fan be his agent. I would have got him sold by now. I'd have taken care of him. You got him on a team. I just I need a small commission. Uh, forty five percent. Um, forty five percent. I was excessive, obviously, but I'm just saying. I feel like I could have gotten Lamar Jackson on the team by now. I don't even have any contacts in the NFL. They would just be like, "What do you? Who's this guy
3: calling me from St. Louis?" I'd be like, "Listen,
2: you want Lamar or not?" Right. I don't know, man. Like Baltimore loves
3: aging defensive tackles. So if I was LA, I'd send them Stafford and Aaron Donald for Lamar. Just get right back in that league in that division. There's a lot that can happen with these quarterback, the quarterbacks carousel that's
2: still ongoing right now. So I'm I'm really interested to see what happens. I personally would like to see Lamar on the Jets to fuck Aaron Rodgers just a little bit. I know I know know it won't happen, but I would just love to see it.
4: Would be epic. Okay. Well I think that wraps this up for us. Follow us at offensive points on Twitter. Follow Joe at OP Joe two E's. Follow Josh at Josh Hall STL two H's or one H can't remember it's been so long uh follow me at Ombre vendor on twitter (laughs) Uh, uh, come complain talk to us we'll get the graphics up for these picks so that you can look in a nice clean format and see them all so uh i gotta go because apparently my dog has decided to freak out outside i don't know if y'all can hear that or not but you know that's the way it is so joe on that note get us out of here good night